bet on yourself because if you can't bet on yourself and you're trying to bet on other people, you're, you're putting your control and destiny into somebody else's hands. So you've got to bet on yourself because you're centered to everything. It's amazing when you think about it that each of us has a seed inside of us that's meant to be put out into the world, but too many times we're scared of what somebody else is going to think. What is somebody else going to say? What's that judgment piece that somebody else may show us, but the majority of the judging comes from you as the individual. Think about this. Your thoughts are your seeds. Your emotions are the water, and the action that you take is the fertilizer that either helps make the seed grow or makes the seed die. It's your choice. It's up to you. So when you think about the dreams and the visions that you have, those are seeds also. You've got to put them out, but if you don't, it's not going to take hold and it's not going to grow. When it comes to building your legacy, when it comes to making a big impact in the world, it's a team sport. Within this episode, Patrick and I talk about the idea of sharing the seeds, putting the vision out there, and building the team and have people come with you to rally around and help that seed grow. Because you as an individual are limited by your perspectives, by your expectations, by the situations that's taken part in your life. So those are going to limit you from making the big leap and making the big impact to go impact the world by sharing your visions and your dreams. And like we talk about, Create a bus big enough that more people can come with you, go after that dream and vision that you have, but you can turn around and help these other people go after their own dreams. So think about it. If you're scared and you're worried about what other people are thinking, you're destroying that seed. You're destroying the ability to go impact somebody else's life and to create that legacy that you're trying to dig, that you're trying to extract. So put out the dreams, put out the vision, share those seeds to allow them to grow. Other than that, enjoy the episode. We'll catch you later. The seagulls on the wall. <laughs> That's how we're going to open up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love this. <laughs> hey, Legacy Ninjas, welcome to another episode of Legacy Digging with Two Native Sons. I am Patrick Perkami, along with my co host, Scotty Brandt. <laughs> Seagulls on the wall is not what we're talking about today. Uh, just happened to be uh, in the moment. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Planting them seeds, putting out that vision, sharing the, sharing the dreams. Yes, and I like uh, I like vision. Aaron has completely turned me off from the word dream now after listening to him. So what are we going to call it, dude? Well, I like planting seeds. I still use that reference all the time to my team. I think just putting the shit out there uh, may be another way to put it out there. You know, what was interesting, I watched a video this week from Gary Vee that talks about the high school pimple uh, mentality. I'll have to watch that one. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so it was pretty cool because he was basically saying, you know, in high school, Whenever you had that zit or that pimple, you were so deathly afraid to go to school. Mm -hmm. And he said, we carry that shit into our lives now where you go into, you know, these networking meetings or you go into your businesses and all these different things. And you still have that same mentality that you don't want to show up or you don't want people to see you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I thought that was very interesting, which kind of, you know, I think there's a good segue into our topic today. So, yeah, and it's one of those things that as you're building your legacy, we've talked about it. It's a team sport. But to be able to create your team, 
and create those coaches that come come along with you because as a coach you're helping other people out so not the literal sense of life coaching and all that but bringing the people along that can help put the vision out there but you've got to think about it how often are we holding back from sharing our dreams because somebody in our past life brought us down and said don't dream be realistic yeah but that doesn't work being an entrepreneur and building the legacy because that legacy you want that to survive you once you're gone you want this to have an impact on your great 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 grandchildren and it's the fact of planting the seeds to have that tree bloom and grow that makes a larger impact because the thing about that like if your name survives you when you're gone how big of an impact that is and what that legacy plays into. Because also if somebody knows you and they know the dreams that you had and they can share that with their kids, which comes into the uh, the point of the network that you're building that you can pass on to your kids through those relationships. What does that do in the long run by people being able to enhance your dreams, your vision, but put a spin on it by their own perspective and their drive for what they want to do in life? First of all, I have no idea how patent companies stay in business in this day and age, first of all. Well, I think, isn't it like 25 <laughs> years or something like that? Yeah, but even still, how does that even work in, in a digital age where you can actually Google and access everything when you, every single company has audio uh, technology where they're listening to you? I mean, it, it makes no sense to me, right? Well, and I think you think about the, the logo and the branding stuff too, the copyright stuff. Correct, 100%. <laughs> right? Yeah, so... You know, it boggles my mind that people literally can't even do the basic, right? And and I feel like that the basic now is just to pull up your phone and just say, hey, Google, tell me how to copyright. Hey, Google, what do you think about this, right? Because Google will literally tell you. Mm-hmm. I can't find any information, right? So or, then they hear that and they're like, okay, cool. I'm not going to continue. <laughs> it's like, but that's where it comes with your, your advisory board. Right, right. But I mean, at the, at the bare minimum, you should have 25 different skill sets probably <laughs> that because of you Googled it one time, right? That you spent five minutes in the conversation, you five, 10 minutes researching, Hell, you spent 30 seconds copying and pasting somebody else's copy, right? (laughs) But that is literally the same way when people dream or when people think about, you know, what that next step is. I don't know how many people in the last two and a half years that we've talked to, that I've talked to, where if they're not a business owner, I can't compute with them, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's not that I don't want to, because trust me, I would love to see people that I know who I think very highly of be able to leave this nine to five because I would like, I'd be amazed to see what they could do. You have these people. We have these people in our circles who've come to us where they're like, Oh, I was thinking about getting into the Amazon uh, and with their trucking. Right. I went round two, call it quits. You know, I'm thinking about starting this type of business, but I just don't have the money. I'm thinking about doing this, whatever, you know, and they're all bullshit excuses yeah. <laughs> because they're scared. And so part of this idea of dreaming is complete bullshit because ultimately the dream itself means that it's 
only happening in your sleep, mm. right? It's not happening that you're not, as Dan Manjima says, dream with your eyes open, yeah. right? And so what that really means is that having a vision, having a plan, if we're dreaming half-assed and we can't remember our dreams, and if we don't have a passion for what we want to do because we're not talking about it or because we have these secrets oh, yeah. and you're holding on to these secrets and still not doing anything with it, you're literally just dreaming. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's one of those tough things too, though, because we've talked about it where if you have a dream and you share it with people because you've got to share it with people because that's the only way this grows. To really make an impact and to become wealthy, you've got to use other, you not use, but you've got to utilize other people, other people's resources, other people's money. Because if you don't share it, nobody knows about it. And so it's not going to grow. And you trying to do everything on your own is not going to work because you're limited by your perspectives, your experiences. And that's why you want to have your advisory board and don't be scared to share the dream because, or whatever we're going to call it. So I'm over here now trying to think of a word or not, but you've got to put it out there because if somebody takes your idea and tries to run with it, but it wasn't theirs, it's not going to work out because it wasn't put into their spirit and their soul to go do this. Yeah. And every single person's dream, idea, vision came from somebody else's, right? It's their variations, their twist. Maybe you do have a key component that may work better in your mind, but in this day and age, nothing is original, Mm. right? I mean, God, we had fidget spinners when we were kids, (laughs) right? And nobody thought about the purpose of it for, you know, uh, that it was a a fidget spinner. It was literally just a a stupid toy for us. Are we talking about the pencil and the ruler where you have the pencil and the ruler attached and you spin it around? Yeah, I mean, there's so many... There's so many different variations, right? But now it was it became purposed, yeah. and that's why it became an overnight sensation, right? It wasn't because it was like the newest hot thing on the market. It was because it was, a, you know what? Hey, my kid suffers that. I know other kids. My, yeah. you know, my teacher says, you know what? This is great. So, you know, maybe you have a different purpose in regards to your ideas and your goals or your plan or whatever. But by talking about it, by sharing that, not only does it get you the right people to help you get on board with that, but it's affirmation for yourself. It's literally talking about what you want to do, what you're going to do. And you're, you're telling yourself that I am doing this. And the more people that you tell that you are doing that, there's almost kind of like a credibility piece, but an accountability piece to go with it as well. One of the things that uh, Aaron quotes a lot uh, that I've heard over the last year, I can't remember the name of the guy of the author, but he basically said that uh, he had the recipe, but didn't have the ingredients. Mm. Right. And then the quote that you hit me with this week, where it says, it's not about your net worth, but your network or what you leave behind. And that's truly the definition, I believe, of generational wealth. A lot of the second, third generations haven't had to go and learn Mm. all the things that took the first generation that got them wealthy. They just kind of get the benefits of being able to use that, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't prepared your children, you know, or if they haven't maybe learned how to build something of their own, and you turn around and give them a hundred million dollars. Do they really have the tools to turn that and make that into more? Right. And if they don't, what are they doing? Yeah. They're just living this life that they thought that they could never have. 
and they're enjoying that. And then the third generation sees that and they're immersed in that. And then you get trust fund kids who go out there and they don't know what they're doing. They're on purpose. They're lacking, you know, skill sets and, you know, they're just partying or just enjoying all these things, but you know, they're quickly running out and they walk around and a lot of them end up in rehab. A lot of them end up, you know, going through, you know, these programs and looking for life coaches and all those different things. And so, you know, when you, what are your thoughts when you hear stuff like that, especially, you know, being a father? So it's a, it's a very unique thing because the, the quote actually came from somebody within the coalition crew that does uh, along with the NFT space, but also financial pieces, trading and whatnot. But the quote was, she's not worried about the net worth. She's focused on the network that she's building to pass on her kids. Because if you instill that in your kids and they see that and they see the importance of the network and they see the impact of who you're hanging out with, how much of an impact that has on them. But that's where everybody's different. As humans, we're wired differently. So you could have a great, great grandchild that you're not around for. That's like, no, this isn't for me. I'm just going to do live off of it. So it's a unique approach. But for my oldest daughter who turns 13 today, which is one of those very unique things to think back on where I started as a, a father and where I'm at now. There a couple of nights ago, I sent her a text and I was like, I want you to understand that I want you to do more in life than myself. I want you to understand that you can go do big things bigger than me and not have to worry about, am I going to upset my dad? Am I going to make him feel bad? No, because I've had to learn. I've had to grow. And if I could go back in time with what I have now and start as a 16-year-old, <laughs> it would be game over. But I look at it, I've grown, I'm on my journey. And so I can take the perspectives and the tools that I've developed and give those to my kids and then have them understand that what's worked for me may not work for them. 100%. Use, utilize the tools, build your own tools with the tools that you have here. Create your own tools, create your own toolbox and live that to what's going to benefit you as a person. That's going to allow you to go fulfill your purpose to make a bigger impact in the world and in society. And that's where it comes into as a parent, elevating your circle, <laughs> figuring out and helping yourself get up there so you can turn around and make a big impact because it's you deciding to plant the flag and say, this is it. I'm changing going forward, but you've got to make that decision. Triggered something just now. And I don't know why we always get into these discussions and I always feel like I have to preface this, but this is probably <laughs> going to piss somebody off, which is fine. Honestly, not every single person you can lead them to water, right? Mm-hmm. You can lead them to the source and many people will still never figure it out. Right. True. And that is the part that kills me <laughs> as a person because I've gone through some of the worst shit. And again, is mine worse than anybody else? Absolutely not. It's just that it's real to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you sit there and you see that, like, look, dude, I tried to kill myself. I was nearly homeless. I, right. The list goes on and on. I don't have to go through my story again. But when I go through all that stuff and I see somebody who's like, 
they got a two parent household, right? They, they, they grew up and they had a college fund. They went, they had the ability to go to school. And I'm like, you were given so many more options. Mm -hmm. Again, there's a certain grit that the human spirit has, but not everybody gets a chance to use it, which is honestly, if my kids never have to use it, I'm like, that's great. However, when you are forced to use that, you learn so much more about yourself. You learn so much more about the world around you. And you also learn that you can overcome and, and make all those things happen if you have the determination. Yeah. And the problem is, is that every day we get older. Every day that we choose to ignore those things that of what we really want or what we really want to achieve or this ideal lifestyle that we think we can have. You can have it mm-hmm. if you start to make those and implement <laughs> those changes today. I mean, it's literally that simple. Yeah. But nobody can want that for you. I could turn around and tell all my friends, man, I want all of you guys to be a millionaire with me. I want all of you guys to be up there, you know, and uh, live these lavish lifestyles and have these foods that you've never heard of and, you know, to go and travel and have this great work-life balance. I want all of that for, mm-hmm. you know, I want all that for all my friends, all my family. The reality of it is that very few of them are going to go and experience it and live the life that they, I, I, that is ideal to them yeah. because they'd rather have nicer things. They'd rather have a nice car, a nice vehicle. They'd rather play video games. They'd rather, you know, buy things that are not tangible, that have zero value. And when you look at that, when you hear that, like for me, I look back and how much money did I waste? How much time (laughs) did I waste? Right. And time is more valuable than currency. But again, had I started invested, yeah, right. Instead of buying buying a brand new game or downloadable content on these games or whatever, right? Shit. I look back and I'm like, how many times did Apple, Disney, Google split, Facebook, Mm -hmm. right? And again, some people definitely look at the NFT as a gambling space, which again, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but it is something that is writing right now. And if you're not in that space, it's going to be the same way. And so... I truly believe that right now, if you are not trying to better yourself, you are going to be in for a rude awakening with all the things that are happening in the digital space. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying you have to go and invest in the digital space, invest into you as a person, as an individual, literally make a plan and start talking about what you want to do, right? Start affirming that with other people and find a way that makes it make sense to you, yeah. right? Because you know, most of my friends are going to be in this um, late 30s, right? Over the next year or two, early 40s. And we're at the, we're literally at the midlife point. Yeah. Well, I, I look at it too. Like I've heard the quote before is life really starts when you're in your 40s. Because think about how impactful that is. But it's also the fact of betting on yourself, which Peter Vugu is real big on that quote there, bet on yourself. Because if you can't bet on yourself and you're trying to bet on other people, you're you're putting your control and destiny into somebody else's hands. So you've got to bet on yourself because you're centered to everything. Think about that. I mean, you really don't know what other people are capable of, right? We've seen it statistically. Marriages fail. Mm -hmm. Parents fail their children. 
you know, sons fail their parents, daughters, you know, God, you've heard the saying, don't go into business with your friends, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, so you really don't know what people are capable of unless you spend a good amount of time with them. You do, I mean, how many times have people really taken that time to put themselves mm. right into that position to say, you know what, it's all on me. Yeah. Right. A lot of times you see that from athletes, right. Where they feel like that they can carry it or, or they know that, you know, they're going to be responsible for those pieces, but outside of athletics, I, my heart goes out to single parents because that is super hard. If you also know that you feel like you're failing everybody, right. Cause you're a statistic. Now you're failing your children, right. You're failing yourself. You don't know who you are because you have lots of identity, right. All the different things that are there. And yet somehow they pull themselves up by the bootstraps and just do what needs to be done. You know, why is it that we can do that for our children, but we can't do that for ourselves. It's the fact, I think it's going outside of yourself, but it's it's one of those tough things though, too, because you'll be like, you got to know your why. But if your why is your kids, I'm sorry to say, but if your kid passes away and that was your why, that could be very traumatizing. That could be very tough for you because your why is gone now. Yeah. And again, not saying that the kids aren't important, right? Because as a parent, you know, any decent parent would, would easily lay down their life for their children, but they are going to grow into their own people. They're going to grow and have their own lives, right? You don't want you to be their why either, right? Cause they'll never fulfill what the life of what they're supposed to. So if you're automatically offended by that, there's some mindset work that uh, maybe needs some, some understanding, but you know, the goal is, is that if you want to enrich others, if you want to be enriched yourself, that you have to find your purpose. You have to mm-hmm. find what makes you get up every single day and get your kids can be a part of that purpose, but ultimately that's not your purpose. Your purpose is for so much more. And, you know, maybe there was a point in time when it was uh, all about that, but that's really, when you're at that mode, I think it's called survival. Yeah. Well, and it, it goes back to the whole point of sharing the dreams and putting that out there to attract other people. Because ultimately, we're social creatures. You look at how we uh, ended up evolving as humans. We were in tribes. And so you've got to have your tribe. You can't do everything on your own. But we've gotten to the point where people have gotten burnt. And so they don't want to share their dreams. And they're scared to involve other people because of X, Y, Z. And you can't. That fear, you've got to embrace the fear, punch it in the face, and keep moving forward. And allow that to be jet fuel to move forward and really do big things. And I think it just this whole conversation here, it just encompasses of just overcoming whatever that is for you. Yeah. And the other thing too, uh, this comes from the book of Tribe of Millionaires, really talks about you are the average sum of the people you hang around. And, it, you know, I think a lot of people have heard that concept, but the book goes so much more in depth in regards to that. And so again, if you're listening I challenge you, write down probably the five or six people that you spend the most time around. More than likely, you probably have an idea as to what they do for work, and you probably have an idea as to what that income looks like. And chances are you're probably right around the same amount. And when you look at that and when you realize that, then you realize maybe you have to change your circle. Maybe you do have to talk about your dreams that much more. 
maybe you have to find and attract the right people that really want to help you go that next level because your average circle now, if you're not where you want to be, or if you're not headed in that direction, they're probably not the ones to help you get there. Mm. Yeah, no, it's huge. It's all the introspective stuff and doing the deep dive, which people are scared to do because it's scary on the inside. <laughs> what, what's there? Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's nothing scarier than having to look at the mirror, having to look at your own skeletons, pick apart, and there's nothing worse than having to face your own truth. Mm. And the human spirit is very weird like that because when you need it, it is your biggest proponent to be able to get you to that next level, get you over the home or get you through, you know, survival. But it is also your biggest critic, mm. right? And so we also have to remember, and you talk about this a lot, nobody's going to say the worst shit that you've already <laughs> said about yourself. And as soon as you understand that and can apply that, makes life so much easier. Yeah. Well, I, as we're ending here, I think just to kind of highlight on sharing the dreams and putting it out there so people understand that we're just not putting this out here willy-nilly, it's showing up for us. We've had individuals reaching out that see the value of what we're doing with the podcast, and we've envisioned, uh, we put it down being a global speaker, which podcasting does give you that opportunity. You just don't know your audience and whatnot, but it is putting those out there and just trusting the process and understanding that you've got to plant the seeds, water them, but that's where your emotions come into play is watering and then taking action, which is the shit that you're putting on there, your fertilizer to grow it. Uh, And then trusting it because some of the seeds are going to grow. Some of the seeds are going to die. Some aren't going to take hold, but you got to plant and keep going and then just trust the process. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when, when I look back at all the growth from, business and personal perspective i think of it doesn't feel like in the last two and a half years that i've done as much as i've I've done part of it is because i feel like that i should have already already been doing this at this level but i also know had i done this like you said when i was 16 or 21 I, i would have failed miserably right it would have been a horrible crash and burn but there is something about being able to do things your way. There is something about knowing that you created it. Um, and again, maybe not an original idea, but it still came from self, mm-hmm. right? And there's a huge success uh, and, and sense of accomplishment. And that's why this country thrives off of small business owners, because yeah. the idea of somebody else telling me how to do it versus me doing it my way, thinking of the Frank Sinatra song now, right? <laughs> um, but honestly, like, there's a, there's a sense of pride, right? And when you work for somebody else, it's hard to maybe have that sense of pride, but we want to instill that into, you know, our children and, and things like that. But, you know, it's a whole nother level when you find it for yourself. There's a whole nother level when you see the results of your hard work and your yeah. labor and your actions, you know? And so I think the pod, this podcast is a perfect example of it. We've worked our asses off to have a consistency in this thing. And it's not as consistent as I would like it to be yet, but the fact that, I mean, just this week we were rewarded for all the things that we've done by getting this roster, mm-hmm. un- this uncanny roster of people who are wanting to sign up to be guests on this podcast. 
should we share with our legacy? Minutes? No, yeah, because we don't put it out there. I've I've seen this before. We start okay. putting it out there, and then things go all okay. all crazy. People will know. So as we're bringing people on and whatnot, so we we got to do our due deal, uh, due diligence. Ultimately, it's validation, and it speaks volumes. So the the call to action here for our legacy ninjas that are listening and are part of the community, part of our tribe that allows us to do what we're doing. If there's a perspective, if there's something that's really inspired you, send us an email to two native sons at gmail.com. And we would love to hear your perspective. We would love to see what's lit you up. What has maybe flipped the script for you, or maybe something that's pissed you off share that with us because we've had people tell us we love what you're doing but they don't put it out there and so we love to have the feedback because that allows us to build this as a community effort and we want you to have that voice and be part of this process so send us an email to two number two native sons at gmail.com so we can build this community properly and bring people along with us and have you feel involved with what we're doing yeah, honestly, I would love to hear what your feedback is, what you're getting from our podcasts. And honestly, if I did piss you off, it, you know, again, my, my intention is not to go and hurt people's feelings. You know, if you know me, that's the, the furthest from what I do. I am a community builder. Um, I support so much small and local business. But the goal and the identity in the process is to get people to think, to get people to change their mindsets, but also to change your results. And so you can't sit there and talk about changing the results if you're not doing anything at all. You know, when you understand that, then you understand kind of where the mentality comes from and why it's okay for me to go ahead and say the things that I do. Because the idea is that it's going to benefit you in the long run. Very, very true. Other than that, we appreciate you guys as Legacy Ninjas joining us, being part of the journey and allowing us to be part of your journey. You guys have a great time. We'll catch you on the next episode. Enjoy life. Let's go.